What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Prague Pod. Today, ironically, we're going to be talking a little bit about humility. That's right. I'm going to be here uh, alone in the studio just uh, with another quick solo episode talking a little bit about humility. Um, it's going to be a, a relatively quick episode, partly because of the irony. I don't think the best way to learn and to practice humility is by talking about it for a long, long time, so I won't drag on too far. Um, I think really first to begin to understand and to work on this principle of humility, we need to recognize what it truly is and that it's different from what the world often says that it is. In this world, we have a lot of of examples of pride, a lot of opportunities where we see pride being put on this pedestal as if it were a good thing or a good thing in some certain set of circumstances. Um, people uh, like to have pride in their country, pride for their family, pride in their accomplishments, pride even in the accomplishments of other people. Think about how crazy that is for a second. Someone else who I know or who I have some relation to did something good and so I feel proud about that. Um, I think really that humility is what most people are trying to express when they say something like, I'm proud of you or even I'm proud to be an American, I'm proud to be a part of this uh, team, I'm proud to be a supporter of whoever um, because that is really a... a a greater expression of of devotion and of feeling towards a certain thing. Let's just take the example that I hear probably the most often, which is that you're proud to be an American or proud to be uh, a citizen of this country. Let's think about that for a second. Let's put this in a different frame. We've probably all heard that hundreds of times. Now let's think about what that actually means when we say that or when we hear someone say that. Uh, you were born into this specific country or you... Uh, immigrated here at some point during your life or were brought here by your parents, whatever it may be. And this country, if you live in America or if you're listening in America, is a, a specifically blessed country. We're uh, favored in a lot of ways. Our economy, I mean, we have our ups and downs. There's plenty of imperfections and we can talk about that later. But let's just, let's just have some perspective here. In this country, even if you're the poorest of the poor here, you are already uh, privileged uh, highly above a lot of other people in the world. You're still able to receive a lot of those basic necessities through charities or through uh, homeless shelters or whatever it may be that a lot of other people are not able to, to receive. And most of the people who live here, the middle class or whatever you want to say, are super duper um, privileged above the rest of the world. This is a fantastic country with uh, a foundation of some, some meaningful values. It's some great things. And so when we declare... Uh, our pride for living here, I think really what we're trying to express is gratitude. And that really is a more accurate expression of the way that we should feel because we were born here uh, or that we immigrated here. It's not about us. We did nothing, specifically people who were born here, we did nothing to receive this or to create this. We were just given this as a gift. And if you think of that now more in a, a, a more broad sense of being born at all, this is not something that you brought into existence. You can't say that this is something that you did because of you. You're born as a, as a baby, as an infant, as a child. Someone else needs to take care of you. It's not about you at all. You're not able to do anything of yourself. Um, it's about the people around you. And so really uh, feeling humble is uh, it's, a, it's a wildly different expression. And yet we confuse the two so very often. So to be humble to be an American, to be humble, to be born at all as a human being, to be humble, to be a part of uh, 
team that works well together is really is really I think a, a meaningful shift in expression that we want to make and also another example that we see a lot in the world when we're talking about pride and humility and these different things is that we see confidence as something that's edging up on pride or edging up on cockiness we see people as uh, confidence is good but overconfidence is not good like you're walking a fine line when you uh, are a confident person or when you express confidence I really think that we need to redefine that spectrum and if I could just draw a picture in your mind for you take humility and that's on one end right humility is clear over here and then pride or ego is clear on the other end and now take two other words that really mean a lot of the similar uh, the similar thing in my mind take confidence and the world would have you place confidence over on the end of the spectrum that's closer to pride or closer to cockiness really I think that true confidence would be on the same end of the spectrum as humility let's put them at the same place on the line and let's take insecurity and put that on the same place as pride and I'll explain why to you here in a second the nature of pride the nature of the ego is to make things about you and to be the most of something uh, often the example that we see most is being the best ego always wants to be the best ego always, oh I was here first I'm the strongest I'm the biggest I'm the smartest I'm the fastest whatever it may be but ego also will be the most of something even if it's something negative I'm the most misunderstood I'm the ugliest here I'm the weakest I'm the most lonely you, you've, you've heard these examples I'm sure you have but you may have placed them on the wrong end of the spectrum you may have thought that these things were some kind of humility or meekness but really that's your ego that's your pride screaming out and wanting to be the most of something wanting to make things yet again about you and get some kind of attention from that confidence true confidence the kind of confidence that each of us want to work to develop can only come from humility the kind of humility where you realize that not everything is about you uh, the kind of humility that's associated with these other words like altruism believing that you are uh, part of a bigger picture that you're a player on the team on the winning team and you're able to be happy with that that you are a small moving part in the big big universe that's going on it's not centered around you and you are not the most powerful being in it but if you do your job well you're able to have enormous influence beyond yourself and that kind of influence can only be had if you realize that it's not all about you. If you have a little bit of empathy and you work together with the people around you. And I really think this is another key part of developing humility, if that's something that we're working to do, is seeing, our, seeing ourselves as part of a larger group and acknowledging a higher power. Now, I don't think that the only form that this can come in or the only way that you can work on this is believing in God. Uh, but just seeing that you are not the center of the universe, seeing that you are not the thing that controls everything in your life, um, it, no matter how much we try, no matter how much we work to do that through self-improvement, we've got to recognize that it's not all in our control. And once we do that, once we humble ourselves to that truth, we're actually able to have a greater influence and a greater focus and a greater uh, power to change those things that actually are in our control. It's about focusing on doing our, our job, each of us individually, and that's really the way we're able to harness the most energy. And that brings me to the next idea, which is really that any great thing is not done by you, but through you. It brings us back to that higher power again. When we open ourselves up to accomplishing things 
not because of us, but because of a, a deeper, greater reason that all important why, whenever you're trying to accomplish something incredible or, or even, even more important, going on an incredible journey is really uh, what humility is all about. And we talked about this in my English class the other day. One of the questions we were talking about as we're studi- studying naturalist literature and the idea of naturalism is uh, if something is impossible, if there's a task that you know you can never accomplish, that's just this insurmountable uh, challenge, should you attempt it? Should you place your life on the line or, or devote all this time and this energy to doing something that you're not able to do? And as we discussed this in the class, we really realized that, first of all, all of the most noble, greatest causes would probably fit into that category. And second of all, that all of the most revered, or many of the most revered heroes of our time and of history um, developed themselves by challenging an insurmountable task. Think about Martin Luther King Jr. Think about Benjamin Franklin with the, excuse me, Abraham Lincoln. Excuse me, I'm messing up founding fathers because I'm going to talk about Benjamin Franklin later on. Um, Oh, I don't know if Abraham Lincoln counts as a founding father. Anyway, (laughs) think about those wonderful people who worked so hard to break the cycle of racism. Um, And um, think for a second that Abraham Lincoln, arguably one of the men who had the greatest influence on bringing us closer to an equal America and an equal world, never lived to see the end of segregation. When he released the Emancipation Proclamation, when he sent that out, he was able to see the end of slavery, at least legal slavery in the United States, but he was never able to see uh, an America even as free or as equal as we are now, which we're not perfect now. And yet he devoted his full self to the task. Martin Luther King Jr. talked about his dream, where his children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. We're still not to that place. We're still not to that place, but because of Martin Luther King Jr. and his efforts and the power that was running through him, his humility to serve this task greater than him and to know that if he played his part well, he could have tremendous influence. Because of that work, we're much closer than we would be. We're a lot closer than we would be. Um, man, I, I'm i talking about humility today and I think it's, it's very fitting that I am. I recently won the student body election at my school and... That is a, a wonderful opportunity for pride to creep up in my life, to flare up and say, okay, you must be something, to, to tell all these lies that we're all very familiar with, whether it be lies about how great I am or, like I said, again, lies of insecurity about me not being good enough or not being able to do this or not deserving of it. But on the other end of the spectrum, humility and confidence reminds me that it, that's, it's actually not me that did this. Uh, as I ran my campaign and as I did my interview questions as, as part of the campaign to run for student body president. One of the questions that was asked of me is, what skills do I bring to the table? Pretty a typical interview question. What skills do I bring to the table? How am I going to fill this position well? How am I specifically and uniquely going to make sure that I do my best? And that would be an easy opportunity for me to talk about whatever experience that I had, whatever skills, whatever talent, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I think we've all heard that. But instead... The realization that's more important and more powerful. And what I said in the interview is, you know what? I'm probably not good enough to fill this task right now. 
the skills that I'm going to need to gain throughout the year to fulfill this task, I don't have them. You know what? I don't even know necessarily what I'm supposed to do once I get elected. But let me tell you this. I do know that I can make progress. I do have faith in my own ability to change and to learn and to be molded to the task and to step up to the plate and grow to learn the things that I need to know to actually fulfill this task. Humility is not about what you are, what you can do, what you know right now. But it's about what you can become. It's really a skill for the future. Pride relies heavily and leans heavily on your accomplishments accomplishments of the past, of the things that you are so good at right now, or even the things you are so bad at right now. Humility puts a sharp focus on the future. It brings you to this level where you're able to forget the past or at least not let it tie you down anymore and where your present is accepted no matter where you're at. You know what? I, I might not be at the best today. I may be bad. I might be you know, pretty good at this one thing, but I can realize that that's not always going to be that way. Humility sees the future. And there's, there's that old saying, or I don't know if it's an old saying to you, but to me it's really had a big impact on my life. It's um, confidence is not walking into a room and knowing that everyone will like you or that you'll do your very best or be the very smartest person in the room. It's walking into the room and being completely okay if you're not. And you know what? The truth is you're going to walk into a lot of rooms, hopefully, that you're not. That not everyone is going to like you. That you're not the smartest. That you're not going to be immediately accepted. And that you're not going to be the top dog all the time or the bottom dog all the time. And humility reminds you that that's okay. That it's okay to play your role. To sit in your spot. And that whatever level you are right now, whoever you are right now, is subject to change. Humility is is really uh, the number one thing that I want to preach and that I want to share with the world, the message that I want to share. And uh, part of what I ran my campaign on for student body president is the message that progress is possible. I think if every single person, if, if that lesson was able to sink in their hearts and their minds and actually be applied to their lives, we would be living in a very different world. Or at least we'd be on the path to a very different world in the future. Humility is arguably the number one base skill for developing and accepting that truth. Humility is the prerequisite for any positive change. Pride doesn't change us. Pride may change us on the, uh, on the surface level to mask an insecurity or, a, or an imperfection below or to even make ourselves look worse uh, as we talk about sort of on, uh, I don't want to say the other end of the spectrum, but the other um, effects that pride can have on us. Humility is about root change. It's about deep change. It's about accepting that we're not. We're, it's about accepting where we're at and seeing ourselves with honesty. Um, yeah, really, really. If you want to learn something, if you want to grow at all, if you want to change your life, humility is is what you need to be working on. And I. Uh, there's so much to to say about humility, but maybe just to top it top it off a little bit is humility listens more than it talks. I, I really believe that, and as we keep continuing to try and learn, that is one way to work on our humility. And uh, pride is always the beast that's going to be creeping in. I don't think we're ever going to conquer pride, but I think it's about keeping pride at bay, 
keeping our ego at bay, making sure that we keep it in check, and we're continually working to develop our humility. Um, I want to just close with this story really quickly about Benjamin Franklin. I I told you I was going to talk about him a little later in the episode. Anyway, Benjamin Franklin wrote out, I believe it was 13 principles he wanted to master in his life. He wrote them out. He measured his progress in each area, and he wanted to master all 13 of these things before he died. Anyway, um, close before his death, Benjamin Franklin was interviewed. And the interviewer asked him, so which one of these, these 13 principles that you wanted to master? All of these challenging things that you wanted to accomplish within your life. Which one did you fail to master, if any? Were there any that you never got to? And Benjamin Franklin responded, humility. So with all our talk and all our work about it, I think that the, the most valuable part of humility, the most important thing that we can always be focused on is that we're getting better at it every day. That we're fighting the good fight. That we're striving to make that progress. And that we see the world as being greater than ourselves. That we see the world and each other as one. All on the same level. Nobody greater than anybody else. Nobody worse off than anybody else. But here together. Working to get better. Thank you.